Maggie, if you could have any superpower, what would it be? I thought about this a lot. And my superpower would be to know only the good thoughts that people think of me in their heads. What's your superpower? I would like to be invincible. Nothing could stop me. Welcome to Benefits. What, like it's hard? We're here to break down the truths and misconceptions about all things benefits and share stories from people like you. We're inviting you to talk to us about the last time you were at the pharmacy or the first time you used your health plan and were confused on how to pay your bill. So to have a better understanding of how your benefits work, we challenge you to go find the information your employer gave you and join us on our journey to navigating the maze we call benefits. Raise your hand if you have a primary care physician. I'm hoping most of you were able to raise your hand. However, it's okay if you weren't. Primary care physicians are important for a number of reasons, and we hear too many people tell us that they don't think they need them. If you don't have one, it may mean that you believe you're healthy, you haven't had any injuries, or needed surgery. We understand you all have a lot going on, and taking time out of your day to have a doctor tell you the things you already know seems mundane. You'd rather hang with your friends or develop one of the hobbies you started solely to have something interesting to say in a professional setting. Let's face it, I'm still trying to live the luxurious lifestyle I've lived in college, which was no need for fruits, vegetables, or doctors. You've all been at a point when you believe your invincibility will be your never-ending superpower, but at some point in life that's proven to be untrue and your invincibility goes away. Then what? You panic and try to find a doctor. But what if you already had one? Your PCP will be the quarterback and the keeper of information for all of your health needs. Don't you remember going to the doctor once a year when you were little? You'd get to miss the first half of the school day and go to McDonald's for lunch. It was almost like Christmas. Did you ever stop to think why you did this every year? Well, I'll tell you, because your parents wanted to make sure you were healthy. As an adult, you can go buy McDonald's for yourself if you truly want to relive the glory days. But we want you to know that forming a relationship with a doctor allows them to get to know you and be able to catch small symptoms early on before a chronic condition occurs, like diabetes, stroke, heart attacks, or cancer. Don't you think it's time to take matters into your own hands and make sure you're still that same healthy kid you used to be? It's important, so what are you waiting for? Today, we will share a few stories of instances when you may need one, possibly unexpectedly. We will talk about a pre-op surgery, an appendectomy, and finding a doctor based on quality, not appearances. So you've heard us mention primary care physicians and PCPs probably interchangeably, and I just want to point out that in our world, we refer to primary care physicians as PCPs. I actually have a friend that needed a PCP unexpectedly and didn't have one. So we were taking a athletic class at Sky Zone one morning, and she tore her ACL while we were there, which is hilarious, actually, that you can do that at Sky Zone. <laughs> was she trying to do a flip or something? No. I didn't even know it happened until a week later. So she needed a PCP because she tore her ACL, and when you tear your ACL, 
you obviously need surgery, and in order to have surgery, you have to get a physical with your PCP. Dun, dun, dun. So she had to have a form filled out by her PCP, and obviously she wanted to have surgery as soon as possible. However, she couldn't get into a PCP for like six weeks because she didn't already have one. So she ended up having to look around for an urgent care that would fill out the form for her so that she could get surgery as soon as possible. Obviously, if she would have had a PCP, the process would have been much quicker for her and a lot easier for her also. Well, I'm glad she found an urgent care that would take her. Right? I don't know. Maybe I would have gone to a little clinic, but maybe they didn't accept those forms. Maybe not. I probably would have just waited six weeks, (laughs) which obviously would not have been the smart thing to do. You want to correct things, you know, as quickly as you can. On the flip side of that, um, I'll tell a story about myself now. Uh, I have a primary care physician, and I had to get my appendix out. So I came to work on a Monday morning, and I could barely walk. I was at the water cooler upstairs. And one of my coworkers was like, Maggie, what's wrong with you? And I just looked at her probably with the saddest eyes I've ever had and just said, I don't think I can walk back to my desk. And she stared at me and she's a mom of two children. So in her head, her response to that is go to the doctor. But in my head, I was like, I just need to get back to my desk and not move for the rest of the day. And so I got back to the desk and she goes, why are you still here? Go to the doctor. And I was like, are you sure? I don't know if I need to do that. And so I was like, fine, I'll go to my doctor. I told my boss that I was going to the doctor and I was like kind of holding my stomach. He was like, oh, it's probably your appendix, like so nonchalant. And I was like, oh my gosh, it probably is. So I went obviously on to WebMD and looked up all the symptoms, and I was like, it for sure is my appendix, but I'm also not a doctor. I called the doctor, and because I was sick, they were like, yeah, you can come in. Can you be here in an hour? So they, like, save time slots for people who are sick um, to get in that day, which was the benefit of having a primary care physician. So I get to the doctor, and he's, like, pushing on different quadrants of my stomach, trying to figure out where the pain is coming from, and... Um, he kept talking about jumping and I was like, in my head, I was like, if I had to jump right now, I think I would die. That's being a little, (laughs) I'm exaggerating, but I was like, I cannot imagine jumping right now. And so when, um, your appendix is in the like lower right side of your body, I know because that's where it was on my Madeline doll growing up. (laughs) And when he was, like, pushing down on that portion, he let go. And I basically, like, I just had this huge react, like, jerk reaction because it hurt so bad. And he was like, yeah, you need to go to the hospital, the emergency room right now. You need to get this removed. It's your appendix. And, like, I saw a sense of urgency in him. And I was like, I can't move that fast. But my mom was, like, trying to get me out the door. And I finally got to the hospital had my CT scan and, you know, got my appendix removed all as well. That's good to know that they got you in right away because my thought about PCPs was that when you called, you wouldn't get in for two weeks. No matter what situation you were in, they were always booked up. Yeah, two weeks or like two months. 
Yeah, but you got in right away yeah. because you were sick, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good to know. It was easy for me because I go to the same one that my parents go to. So they made me go. <laughs> and I had to go to my pediatrician probably when I was like 20. Like I had to walk into the office and get my medical records from them, which was right next door. So it wasn't that big of a deal. But I felt so awkward going into the pediatrician and saying, can I have my records? And then I had to take them to my real doctor. Real doctor. Yeah. Yeah. So that's why I've had one. But now I need a new primary care physician. Why? Um, My current one is like starting her own practice, which she invited me to go to. And I'm respectfully declining. Why? I don't fully understand what she's doing, but I think I have to pay like $200 to $300 at the beginning of the year for her to be my doctor. And then I also have to pay for doctor appointments. And so I don't want to pay that extra money because I don't know. I mean, I'll go for my preventive visit, but I don't know when, if I'll need her throughout the year. Right. So I don't think it's worth to pay $300. I don't think so either, unless you think you're going to be a frequent flyer. true like I don't have a set appointment like monthly or every three months for anything so you wouldn't get the delta app if you weren't gonna fly delta all the time you're right I wouldn't and I love the delta app (laughs) my sister makes fun of me for it I have it yeah and I don't fly that much (laughs) (laughs) well a gal can dream So over the weekend, my friend told me that she was having problems with her doctor. Um, She didn't go into details about what those problems were, but I asked her how she found her doctor to begin with, and she told me that her mom and her logged on to her insurance carrier's website and were scrolling through the providers that were in network and really just looking at the pictures rather than anything else that it said. And as they scrolled down, um, her mom stopped on one specific doctor and said, oh, this one's cute. He looks like an astronaut. And so that's how she picked her doctor. What? So she didn't look at the ratings or anything. She just looked at the pictures? Solely by pictures, yes. Great way to find a doctor. Yeah. Well, or a date, however you want. (laughs) (laughs) But in all seriousness, the appointment did not go well. And she ended up looking for a new provider anyway. Did she use it or did she look for it by rating this time? Yeah. She learned her lesson the first time. <laughs> she got no date out of it and it was a bad appointment. So <laughs> she um, she actually got on herself and looked for one by the quality of care that they provide. So it all was well in the end, but she had to go through a little hardship there in the, in the middle. <laughs> I'm not saying that doctors who look like astronauts are not good doctors, but when you're looking online to find a doctor, it is best to look at the quality that they provide or the ratings that are on the website rather than just looking at their picture. Well, I'm glad she found a better way to find a doctor. So we kind of went through the timelines. So you go online (laughs) and you look one up based on quality and then you're covered, basically. So if something happens to you, which we hope nothing does, but if something happens and you need to go in pre-surgery, um, which I guess would be in a non-emergent situation, you will have your primary care doctor ready and waiting. Okay. 
So now it's time to break down the truths and misconceptions. Maggie, what are the truths we learned from this? We learned your PCP should be your lifelong quarterback receiving information from each doctor you visit so they can follow your health and direct care as needed. We also learned that forming a relationship helps them catch symptoms early to prevent more serious chronic conditions. But Libby, what are the misconceptions we learned from this? One misconception is that you can get into any doctor at any time and get whatever you need. The reality is, if you don't have a PCP, it could take months to get in for a visit. And everyone isn't invincible. Remember, you don't know what life is going to throw at you. So when unexpected events come your way, a PCP will be able to give advice on where the best place is to receive care. Nothing we say in this podcast is representative of any specific plan and should not be construed as legal, regulatory, or accounting advice. If there is any discrepancy between what we say in your plan document, your plan document will always prevail.